Hi, this is Leslie Bracero. And this is Linda Burton. And we're here with Let's Talk. You know, I'm really excited about this particular episode, Linda, is because I'm going to be um, kind of candid and share some information with you all. I don't know if you remember our last broadcast, we were talking about our mothers and our care for our parents when they get older and how the roles reverse. Mm -hmm. Just recently, my mother passed away. Um, actually, it was December 13th. It was a sad time for me momentarily, but what's beautiful about it is because I got some precious memories out of spending time with my mother. And mm -hmm. as you all may remember that I shared how I was her caregiver towards the latter part of her life, which to me was an honor because I got a chance to give back to her what she gave to me. So today's episode is a little bit about that, about honoring our our loved ones, honoring those that have cared for us, and what a benefit and a blessing it turns out to be in our own lives. I love how you did it with um, your friend of talking about the different things of listening to their words. Sometimes I think um, you guys kind of mentioned that you get a warning. Um, if you listen closely, you hear like a warning of stay on the phone just a little bit longer yeah. or you know, are you going to be okay? And I remember you even mentioned that, like, I want to make sure you guys are okay. Exactly. Or even to the point of holding on until they hear able to say, I love you and hear exactly. you have closure of saying it back. Exactly. I think that is so um, amazing how you guys talked about that. Yeah, it was very important for me growing up um, to always hear my mother or my grandmother who actually was one very instrumental in raising me when I got older or in my middle part of my life, but I would always say, I love you. I love you too. So that was kind of the mantra growing up, hearing that. And then when I became an adult, I made it um, just one of the things that intentional, I love you because I wanted her to know that I loved her while she was here on this side. And as I was sharing with my friend, my dear friend, Min, who's in the video, that's one thing I don't regret. I don't regret how I treated my mother. I have no regrets when she passed away. I know some people, when loved ones leave, you know, they have regrets or they have, oh, I wish I had, I wish I did this, I wish I did that, all those kind of things that swirl in our minds. And in this case, I did not. Okay. I, I just had the peace of God knowing that I did the best I could as a daughter. I shared the love with my mother and I would always call her um, and say, mom, I'm just checking in on you. And she would say, I know you are Leslie. So that was very important to me during that time. And when she passed, I just raised my hands and I said, thank you, Lord, because it was a gift to serve. It was a gift to be in her company. And it was a gift to know that I'm going to see her again. I'm glad that you said you don't have no regrets. And I think some of the major parts when um, they see your video is talking about doing it now, you know, and staying in the moment. Those are two things that we don't even think about, you know, and then when somebody asks us to do something like stay on the phone or come back, exactly. you know, we would stop and realize, you know, our time is valuable. I don't think we realize how important our time is. It don't matter who you are, if you're rich or poor or what class you are, what race you are, we still all have 24 hours. That's it. That's, That's right. We don't get extra time. 
And honestly, some people get less. They pass away that day and they get less. But within that 24 hours, we have to decide what's more important. And I remember years ago hearing a story about a professor had this jar and he had um, three types of rocks and sand. And he goes, what are you going to put in the jar? You know, like, I want all this stuff to fit. And everybody was like, it won't fit, it won't fit. And I actually, when I, when I teach this, I actually have a jar to show to my class when I do it. And I have three different jars so they can try the three different ways. So I have them try to put the sand in first and then realize once they put the sand in, it's hard to put the big rocks in. You know, the little rocks will go in and then the medium rocks, some of them will go in, but the big rocks can't go in. Mm-hmm. So then they'll realize, okay, let's put the big rocks in first and then put the sand in, you know, and they play around and do it. And the only way it works is put the big rocks in first, then the medium, then the small, and then the sand can fall in between the two. Even the rocks the smaller rocks can drop in between the bigger rocks and that's how it all fits. Well, if we look at that as our life, those big rocks, say it's only three of them, are the most important things in our life. It's God, our our family, you know, just the most, what's important to us. The medium rocks is probably our friends, you know, our job to provide for our family. And then the smaller rocks, what are those? You know, you know, maybe hanging out with our neighbors or different other things, let alone the sand is the unnecessary stuff that we do for the fun, just, just to do, just to waste time watching TV or yeah. you know, other things that we can knock off, but we really don't. Yeah. And I, I like that of understanding our time, what's in our jar first, because it's all not going to fit if you don't do it the right way. And if you choose not to have something in your jar, what are you replacing that with? Wow. That's so good. Taking yeah. the time of looking at that to me was so important. That's good. That's really good. I love that. And I hope our viewers get that when they listen in today to hear um, both uh, men's story and my story about the value of using that time for what matters the most. So take some time out to listen and we'll be back to discuss it in just a moment. Yes, here it goes. That's very important. You know, when we uh, lose our mothers as they transition, I think we have a duty to carry on in how they raised us, um, their expectations for us, and let's say they didn't make it very clear. Well, let's make them proud as though they're here anyway. Yeah, that's Speaking good. Of, we have a duty to carry on that legacy of making sure that we are uh, living the way that they raised us to live. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. And I think it speaks volumes about honoring people because when they're here on this side, like you mentioned, that's when we give our people their flowers. That's when we give our people that, that love and, and respect and um, forgiveness that we deserve and we should give because when people are gone, that, that place right there is gone. You can't do it anymore. And I think so much about how my mother in her last stages, and I often said this to my sister, she and I, you know, we're close. But I I said this to my sister and my husband. I said, I don't ever want to have any regrets Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. You say we do things out of work or so whatnot, but I just didn't want to have any regrets in how I treated my mother. Um, we were closest when I was a younger, I was close with my mother. She was fun. We did things together when I got older and I really enjoyed her, her, our relationship as I got older. But I said, I don't ever want to have any regrets on this side with how I treated my mom. And I can say with such confidence and peace in my heart that I was a good daughter. Yeah. That. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest thing for me because I've heard stories about people saying, oh, they didn't have a good relationship. And I'm not judging people's situations are different, but I didn't want that to be my plight. Right. And when she passed, I had such a peace in my heart that I knew for one, that I would see her again because I knew she was with the Lord. And for two, because of how we lived our lives while she was on this side. And yeah. I'll never forget, I'll never forget right before she passed, she waited, she waited. My mother ended up in an assistant living facility and she was under hospice care. But like the last two weeks, I went to see her all the time. And this was God's favor because during this coronavirus, they weren't letting people into assisted living facilities because of the spread of the virus. So God gave me favor throughout this whole time that she was in a facility. So I was able to see her as often as I wanted. But the last two weeks, I went to see her every day. And every time I left, I said, Mom, I love you. I love you too. So I said, Mom, I'll be back tomorrow. Okay. I came back. Every day was a routine. Mom, I love you. Mom, I love you. Mom, I love you. Well, that day before she passed and I knew the Lord had prepared my heart. He had prepared my heart for quite some time. So it wasn't a surprise, but the day before I said, mom, I'll be back tomorrow. And so she kind of nodded cause she was, you know, in the last stages of her life. And then when I came back, cause the nurse called me, she said, you need to come back. You know, how soon are you gonna come? I said, I'll be right there. So when I had gotten in the room, I said, mom, I'm here. And I could see that she acknowledged my presence. And then my sister was on the speakerphone and she said, mom, I love you. And I said, mom, I love you. Just like that, she left. Mm. And I went to reach for the Bible because I, I usually read, read scriptures with her. So I went to reach for the Bible and I just looked down at her and I'm like, okay, something's different. And so I went for the nurse and I asked the nurse to come in and she took her vitals and she said she was gone. But I got a chance to say goodbye. Hallelujah. I say, Mama, I love you. Yes. My sister got a chance to say, Mama, I love you. Just then, boom, just like that. Yeah. I just yeah. raised my hands and I said, Lord, I thank you because right. I so good to keep your word. And I think that's the thing that I would like to share with the audience that God, first of all, God is real. Yeah. God is good yeah. and God is love. Yeah. And anytime we're in doubt of anything in our life, mm -hmm. go to the Father. That's go right. That's right. The answers. That's right. Let's, you know, as I sat here and I heard your story, I couldn't help but to uh, reflect upon my own, um, with my own mother. My mother uh, left when she was 70 years old and uh, her birthday's in October. And she left the following month in November. But uh, one of the things that I think back to a couple of things. Uh, at the time, we lived in the state of Illinois. 
and uh, my mother and my sister and the rest of our family stayed out here in California. And the Lord had blessed me with a promotion in Waukegan that allowed me financially to be able to take a trip, an additional trip out to California that year. And I had decided to surprise my mother on her 70th birthday. Uh, now, before I came, my mother and I, we talked on the phone at least three times a day. On my way to work, on my way after work, and before I went to bed. So that's at least three times and maybe a couple of times in between. So we were on the phone every day like this. So um, one time she called me in preparation for Christmas and I'm in Illinois, she's in California. She says, you know, man, I've decided that I'm not gonna do Christmas gifts this year. I said, what? <laughs> I said, Mama, you've always done Christmas gifts. She said, well, not this year. We're going to, you know, maybe we could just concentrate on you coming out here or us going out there. We don't need to have gifts. I said, Mama, I don't like that because I've always, all my life, have <laughs> received a gift from you. And she would laugh, but I was serious. But my mother had a special way all my life as a child preparing me for the future. Okay, Midland, that's what she used to call me. Okay, Midland, we're getting ready to go here. And then after we leave here, then we're gonna go there. And so my anticipation was always toward whatever my mother said. And so when she said this, a seed sort of had been planted. Well, maybe I won't get a Christmas gift. Okay. So I came out in October as a surprise. My sister came and picked me up from the airport and I managed to land um, October 19th as her birthday. Managed to land here like at 12.30 in the morning on October 19th. Oh, wow. So we, we go there. Um, to my mother's home and she, so she's sleeping so she's surprised to see us and I'll never forget she says one thing for sure I know how my girls feel about me oh. I know how the two of you love me and you know when you start paying attention to your parents and what they're saying like well, what would you say this for you know that but yeah. listen yeah. so the Lord gave me the gift of being with my mother that time, and it was just really her and I. I didn't bring my family. My family was back in Illinois. My sister was busy working and, and her two children were at school. So really me and my mother had a lot of time, just the two of her, just the two of us, I'm sorry. Uh, and it was quite special uh, that time. And I remember getting back on the plane and the Lord putting it on my heart to fast. Mm. And I'm saying, okay, and I'm thinking I'm fast, and I'm just not sharing this with you, let's say, to lose some weight. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I need to lose a few pounds. But I'm fasting, not understanding or realizing that in about another three weeks, I was about to lose my mom. Mm. So as I said earlier, we talked on the phone every morning as I went into work, and this particular morning was like any other day. My mother called me, and I had my little grandson, who was about maybe three years old at the time. I was taking him to um, 
his preschool before I went to work. And uh, she wanted to speak to me and then she wanted to speak to Miles. That's the name of my, our grandson. And, you know, she talked to him. She talked to me. I said, oh, mom, I'm already here at Miles' school. And she says, well, call me back when you get back in the car. And sure enough, I did that. And then I said, oh, mom, I'm here at work now. She says, oh, do you have to get off the phone now? I said, no, I don't have to get off the phone. I don't have a pressing meeting. And, you know, um, I stood there, I was outside and I said, oh, mom, I'm looking at this beautiful red leaf tree. And we were just talking, just nothing big, but very pleasant. And then she says, all right, man, I guess I can let you go now. And I said, all right, mama, I'll talk to you after I get off work. But by the time I had gotten off work, uh, she had already passed. But I often say, what if I hadn't? Yeah. What if I hadn't, you know, taken the time to pass the phone back to my grandson, to call her back? when I said I would after I dropped him off, because we know mornings can be hectic or our minds can be consumed with the next thing going to work. But I'm grateful to the Lord that he just led me to call my mother back, to say, oh yeah, mom, I can talk to you a little while longer. Because that's the gift that I'm trying to share. If we can just give a little bit more of ourselves, not be so hard pressed to think that we have a plan. No, when someone is telling you something yeah, or when you're being asked to do something, stop, stop in your tracks mm -hmm. and do what's being asked of you and stop being so hard pressed to follow your plan because you never know what's in store. And I'm grateful, I'm grateful to this day. And, you know, I just, uh, I just can't speak enough of that. The, those little small incidences, Leslie, mm -hmm. like you mentioned about saying, I love you, mother, mama, every time you went to see her, every time you went to leave after your visit. I mean, those things, what does it take to do? You know, man, that speaks volumes because I think that can transition into so many other things to give of ourselves more, to give of ourselves more to people. Um, and not be so consumed with our own personal agenda and not saying you just totally neglect yourself altogether, but no, think about someone besides yourself. Um, because you know, I was reading about, um, I think it was this morning, about the qualities of Queen Esther. And one of it was humility, being mm -hmm. humble. And that's, and, and I liked how they framed it because it went something like this, it's like, you're not thinking less of yourself, but you're thinking less about yourself. That's good. I like that. Say you that know, again because that, that's very profound. Say that again. Humility doesn't mean you think less of yourself. Mm -hmm. It means that you are thinking less about yourself that you're busy attending to the needs of others. You're putting others ahead of you. And if and when you're prayerful, the Lord is gonna lead you, but you, we all must understand that we're a temporary vehicle. And 
-hmm. If we don't, believe me, someone else will. And I'm just, that's just yeah. it. But we're given an opportunity to share. And I do believe it's a, it's a golden opportunity when the yeah. Lord comes to us and wants us to serve and to share. Because it's hard. It's hard because we were stuck in our ways. We want to do what we want to do, or we didn't plan to do this, or we really don't even like to do this. Yeah. I got to share this really quick story with my, about my niece. And she's probably very upset because she doesn't like media or talking, but over the holidays, I, I had the children in our family bake cookies together. And it was a huge process, but it was so fun. And the cookies were delicious. And I says, well, my niece's name is Milan. I said, well, Milan, you know, on Christmas Eve, I want you to read a scripture. Um, she says, Auntie, I don't like to read. I don't like to speak in front of people. I don't like any of that. I said, Milan, look around. And I want her to look around at that dirty kitchen. I said, you see all this? I said, I don't like doing any of this either. I don't like cleaning up. I don't even like cooking. I like to eat, but I don't like to cook. I said, so sometimes we just have to do things that we may not like, but we have to do it with the right heart anyway. And I think that, that that's something that comes with uh, a lot of prayer and maturity and wisdom that the Holy Spirit guides us with, because, you know, there's a lot of things that's going on. We could, we could really quickly do without, but it's part of our growth, right? It's, it's how we have to grow too. So we just have to understand that all things are temporary. And that can be a struggle too. That's true, man, because we can't take none of this with us. Not one thing. And if we're a good steward over the things we have here now, you know, and a good steward is giving to others and helping others and showing love to others because that's what we take with us. That's right, Leslie. And that's what is left behind. Yeah. All these loving memories. Yes. You know, people often talk about a legacy. Well, I mean... Yeah. You have your name. That's <laughs> your that's name. Right. That's, the, that's what you take is your yeah. name. Right. Your name. And I mean, a name speaks volumes. If someone says Leslie Bracero, I don't want them to say it with their face all torn up because they have a bad memory of me. No. That's what we take with us is our name. That's right, Leslie. I'll never forget <laughs> you had me laughing. You said, man, I've never seen a hearse with a U Haul truck. <laughs> behind it with you haul truck behind it and i said you know what that is one of the greatest visuals i could ever you know you may say people coming right yeah. you hope people want to come yes to your service and say a few good words about you and have wonderful memories about you that's what you're hoping for exactly mm -hmm. all that other stuff means nothing and i love it man and you know i think that's what we really want to drive home today is having a heart to serve, having a heart to be a blessing to other people. Us going into 2021, we don't know what's on the other side, but we do know that God is always there. The Lord is always present and he's yeah. going to meet us on the other side. And he yeah. told me personally before my mother passed, he said, there's some difficult days ahead for you, but I'm going to be there and meet you on the other side. And he did. And he will meet us. That's right. That's right. So I, I, I want to leave our audience with 
that word of encouragement that let's just put our trust in him, be a good steward of the things he's given us, and most importantly, show the love of God to other people. That's right, Leslie. And how do we do that? You know, a lot of it is, first of all, when we say the word trust, it's a small word, but it's a mighty word. And trusting means in every area of your life. Because if you find yourself worrying about anything, you're not trusting. You're not trusting. So whatever you're worried about, take that as an opportunity, as a time to learn to trust. Trust. Trust in the almighty. He created all things. And as far as loving one another, you know, people struggle with that, you know, because love is outlined right here in our word. And love is being patient and love is being kind. And love is really not about you. It's about others. That's right. It's about others. So if we can learn to love, and the Holy Spirit teaches all of us all things we need to know. Mm -hmm. We will see the glory of God manifested in our hearts and in our homes. And it's a wonderful thing to witness. It is. Amen. I love how you guys take the time to talk about that, Leslie. That was, I, I really truly appreciate that. Some of the things you guys said was trust God, how you have to put your trust in God. I thought that was so important mm -hmm. of um, no matter what's going on, it's just trusting in him. That's right. That's right. Trust is a big thing, especially if you don't know. And, you know, because we as people, as humans, we want to see, we want to feel, we want to be right there. We got to be in control. And when we're talking about trusting God that we don't necessarily see physically, mm -hmm. that takes a lot because we're so accustomed to having things that are tangible. Yeah. We have to go beyond that when it comes to a relationship with the Lord. It's not about what we see because the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. So mm -hmm. trust is huge. And the other part is your name. When people say your name or they mention your name, what do they, what, what do they think about you? Not even what they think, what will they remember? Yes. Yes. What are they going to say your name and put a smile on their face? Are they going to say their name like you know, <laughs> that disgust look? Exactly. You know, what what do your name and to me, my name is more than just my name. My name represents my heavenly father. I, I represent my heavenly father. And I always want them to think or put a smile on their face. If I didn't do anything else, I made you smile. I, I want to know that you have value, that you're worth you, you're important, you know, yeah. you have a gift, you know, and, and even if I can help you find or understand or fine tune your gift. Yeah. So I thought that was so important. Yeah, that's good. And you know, Linda, when you said that, my mind goes back to this saying that says a man and his word are one. Mm. So the man, if the man's word is no good, the per and man meaning a general statement, if the person's word is no good, then that person's no good. So yeah. in other words, your name and your word are synonymous. Mm -hmm. People are going to remember you by, are you going to do what you said you were going to do? Yes. Uh, that Leslie, mm -mm, I can't trust her. She always says she don't do something. She don't show up. Okay, then there you have it. 
<laughs> so yeah, our names are important. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing to me that I got of it is if you don't do it, God is going to call somebody else. God will, will be done. And mm -hmm. we should be honored and feel blessed that he chose us to do something. And when we don't do it, things will be done. And I remember when we did the podcast with our husbands, my husband asked like, what is this called or whatever? And I'm like, I don't know. I just did it because I learned from experience, if you don't do it, God, it's going to be done. You know what I mean? It's like things are going to be move. You might not have all the answers or understand everything. Move, move towards it. And God will give you the rest and put everything in order. And sometimes we get scared to move because we want, we want to understand and we want everything in place and we miss opportunities. There was, um, two other books that I could have wrote that I, that came out. And that's what made me finally get on my, the one I did. I don't know anything about dancing, <laughs> but it came to me and, and I did it. And there's so many opportunities we miss with our loved ones, with our parents, with different things, because we're waiting to see the whole picture when it might not be meant for us to see a, the whole picture, at least right now. That's good, Linda. That's real good. That's right. So it's about being in the moment. If you can do something for someone, do it. I'll do it when I get to admit. No, you got the time. Do it. <laughs> because you never know. You may not have that opportunity again. And you're going to say, man. And I know one thing with my mother. Every time I went to visit her, please bring me a shake. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my Lance, if I have to stop one more time and get the shake. <laughs> but then I would do it in my mind. This might be the last time I get her that shake. Let me go get her this shake. So yeah, if we have a chance to be a blessing to someone, don't put it off, just do it. Yeah. Just do it. Okay, so do you wanna say our quote? Yes, I do. This particular podcast was very important to me. Um, and this broadcast was very important to me because it spoke about relationships. My relationship, my, my dear friend Min's relationship with her mother, because relationships are really what it's all about, which is we learn our lessons from that. So our saying is what? Life's lessons, we get, we get that laughter when we do it, we love and we're making relationships that last. And in this case, even relationships that go into eternity. So, hey, if you like what you saw, be sure to subscribe to this channel, hit that like button, and you'll be able to get more episodes just like this. Well, everyone stay tuned and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.